Hey everybody, this is Jared Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast and also Red Pill University in this episode of Season 9 and also Season 8. We're going to be focusing on how you can achieve your abundance of wealth and also your dreams. Turn your dreams into reality and make everything that your wishes come true. Let's dig right in. Listen carefully. We're going to be talking right now for your opportunities for you can achieve everything you ask for. Yes, you can achieve everything you ask for. All you got to do is reach out and grab it. Grab a hold. Grab the bulls by the horn. That is correct. Grab them by the horn and you can achieve your success. Let's dig in. But first, it's moto time. Hey, remember, never quit your day job while conquering the world. You can achieve everything you ask for as long as you always, always remember that. My daddy always says that never quit your job. Never quit your day job while conquering the world. And this also. Time is money. Money is time. Wasting time. You're just wasting what? My money. We don't want to waste that. One other thing. Listen carefully. Rich people, poor people. Poor people like rich. Rich people like poor. Think about that when it comes to man. When it comes to Robin Peter to pay Paul. We don't want to do that. Let's dig right in. Listen. Success is measured by what you do and what you can do. What you should do is how you live your life as if it was your ability to be successful. Hey, students, grab your notebooks. You know if you're one of my students, you should have your notebook. Write it down. Start writing notes, taking notes. That's what you should do. Remember this, students, write this down. And you need to write this down. He who has the gold rules the world. And since I have the gold, I'm ruling the world. He who has the eyes on the prize. Your success is what you can do to be the prize. Let's dig in. Listen, the one-tenth of 1% of everybody out here is successful. You can be that great success story. You just got to reach up and grab the bull by the horns. Yes. Grab a bull by the horn. That is how you do it. Like a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Yes. You want to do things like that. Nietzsche once says, a woman's greatest gift is her silence. Yeah, Frederick Nietzsche said that. I never understood that. But that's something that you need to understand. What you need to put into perspective and stuff. That is just Frederick Nietzsche. Yes, I'm telling you, being truthful, this is something that you need to know. Listen, some of the, some of the greatest companies were built, by, were built by women, not by men. But because it's a male-dominated world, the man had to be in charge. I knew a story of a guy who ran a company, ran a multi-million, multi-billion dollar company today. But he didn't start the company. His wife did. He was just the face of the company. And literally, that's all he was. Just the face of the company. And that's what his wife was. Made him the face of the company. He didn't know nothing about the products. He knew nothing about none of that stuff. Nothing about POs. What is a what is a PO? What is the um, quarterly? What's the Q? What's the Q1 or Q2 or Q5? He didn't know none of that stuff. All he knew was how to look good, how to smile and look good. So that's all he knew. Because he didn't know none of the other stuff. And his his wife knew everything. 
he didn't know nothing. Which, you know, everybody was like, well, yeah, at least you should know something. Well, he didn't know none of that stuff. Listen here, students. Listen carefully. Be smart, be savvy. Sometimes, if you are in a field, like, here's an example. I knew this, I knew this one guy who, um, who knew a lot when it came to running a business. He knew everything how to start a business. So he decided he wanted to start a makeup company. Knew nothing about makeup, but he just wanted to start a makeup company. Knew nothing about it. Knew nothing how to start a makeup company at all. All he knew was, I just wanted to start one because he knew that's where the money's at. Women will buy his makeup. So what he did was, he went to his wife and he said, tell me, show me, how I can start a makeup company. She told him everything about makeup. He knew none of that stuff. She told him exactly, this is what you need to do to start your own makeup company. This is the quality. And he would go and get makeup from these from these Chinese, from these Chinese suppliers and vendors and stuff. And his wife would go, no, that's a, that's a not, it's not, that's not very good. This is a bad quality. This is not very good. This is this is pretty okay. You want something that's long lasting? Yeah, that's good. Until he got the right consistency, and then he turned around and he slapped the label on there, and he put a quality label, which is he made up. He 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 asked her, "What do you think of this name?" And she says, "Well, what name?" He gave her a name, and she said, "Sounds good. Sounds like something that that, that means um, expensive." She said, "Yes." It does. And he goes, great. That's what I'm looking for. And that's what he did. He did that to make, you know, because she was like, wonderful. You know? And she was like, wonderful. You know, she was looking at the name and they were like, she said, people has to be a name that they mean synonymous with quality. It has to resonate with people. And she said, what you got to do is, to get people to buy, you got to give away free stuff. So he didn't understand that. He's like, oh, I don't want to give away nothing free. Well, then you better get somebody famous to wear your makeup. So what he did was, he was like, it's simple. I know a few, we know a few people that are famous. She says, but I wouldn't want to ask them because they would say no. And he's like, and she, and he's like, okay. So, about two of his friends. Well, two of his friends, he found two of his friends and two of his friends, he said, done. He said, we're done. And that's what they did. Two of his friends said, well, yeah, yeah, we can do that. Two of his guy friends, they're famous. Yeah, I know some people in the industry. We can get them to wear it. He gave it away, gave away promos for free. Some swag gear. People started liking his makeup. Want to know how much it, and then all of a sudden, the, the Cosmo and all those LE and women's bags wanted to know how much this stuff cost. And he threw in this jacked up price. I mean, lipstick, $1,500. 
One person said, why would this lipstick cost $1,500? He said, because quality over quantity. And this is the best. And they said, how is it the best? I wouldn't pay. People would not pay. People were mad because he charged $1,500 for some lipstick. But his idea was quality over quantity. And that was the reason why he had that lipstick. And everybody was like appalled on how expensive it was. But like they said, you didn't have to buy it. But then every person who was rich was buying his Aka. Those who were wealthy and those who could afford it were buying his makeup. I mean, there were rich people buying his makeup. He had foundation, $5,000 for foundation. Was it worth five grand? No, not really. But it was a certain way that he would make the foundation. And that's how he made it. What he would do was he said he would, they said, he talked about how he did it. Students, you need to know this. He bought everything in bulk. He bought all the makeup in bulk and stuff. Then he would repackage it. Take everything out and repackage it here in America. Repackage everything. Same labels, same equipment, same products. Just repackage everything. And then when he repackaged it, he put it at a higher price. Took out the cheaper um, packaging material for quality packaging material. And that's when he would charge an arm and a leg and thigh and a chicken wing. Seriously. And that's the, the difference of how it is. It was just quality over quantity. And everybody was just like, wow. People were really impressed. But in reality, only people that knew that it wasn't that it wasn't that expensive was just him and his wife. Him the only two. No one else knew. Everybody else was like, wow. And they made so much money. He made so much money. He would sit there and when they and when they were interviewing him on TV, they actually interviewed him on TV about the company and the products and stuff. He literally said, um, when they were interviewing him, they said, so um, tell us about this product. Um, well, you know, he goes, well... And how'd you come up with the concept of this company and stuff like that? He goes, I didn't. My wife did. It's just that I'm a business, I'm a businessman. And I knew for a fact my wife was the type of person she likes makeup. So I asked my wife, what kind of makeup is really good? And my wife gave me her makeup that she that she spent a lot of money on. I researched it, went and got some R&D, looked around found out which companies were, were, were producing the good makeup. I sat there and found me a vendor and found me a manufacturing plant that can make our makeup. So they would make our makeup in bulk, ship it to us here, where we package it because we want quality over quantity. And that's what happened. And he said, that's how he started his, he said, that's how I started the company. And I never skimped on anything. And they were like, well, why is it so expensive? Can you make some affordable? He goes, I could, but I'm not going to. And if you want to know why I'm not going to, then I guess you can't afford the products that I sell. I only cater to people who can afford my products. If you cannot afford it, 
then this product is not meant for you. That's what I'm saying. My makeup is not meant for you. My makeup is only meant for those who can afford my makeup. If you can't afford it, then why are you trying to why are you trying to buy it? Why do you want me to buy? Why do you want me to make cheap? Why do you want me to make um, lower price makeup? Somehow that I can make more money. I'm not in it to make any money. I'm not trying to make money. I'm trying to provide a product that's called quality over quantity. Hello? And that's all he said. The moral of that story is, students, when you got a product and your product is, your product is say, let's say an example, you charge one price. But then everybody's mad because that price is a little high and they say, why don't you lower it? You know what? You don't need to lower it. Quality over quantity. Do you understand me? Quality over quantity. You don't have to do that. You ain't got to be skimpy, all right? You can just, you can still keep that quality, keep that high price. If that thing is like $80, keep it at 80 bucks. Don't sit there and go, oh, well, I'm going to lower it to 40 Man, that's not how it happens. Let me show you something. Let me show you a little thing. A guy got a pet. A guy in the 70s made $6 million in one year. You know what he did? He found a river rock. A river rock. Put two little eyes on it. Two little, little cheap plastic eyes on it. And sold those for $19.95. With a nice box and called it the pet rock. Called it a pet rock. Everybody in the 70s were buying it. Then there was another company called uh, Ronco. Ron Papil. King of infomercials. Ron Papil was making all kinds of products. There was another company. There was a record label company called KTEL. KTEL did compilations. Before there was compilation albums, KTEL was doing them. You can get on there, you can get an A-track, a vinyl, you can get an A-track, a vinyl, or, as the 80s come in, cassettes. By KTEL. Yes. Trust me, I'm just telling you, there were so many different ads where they were charging $19.95, you know, $29.95 for this product. And then, 1995 for the for the uh, Ginsu steak knives. Yes, a steak a steak knife company called the Ginsu. Yes, I'm just can't 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 make this up. I'm telling you, this is how things are. This is how they um, they see things are. This is how it was designed. Yes, called called quality over quality over quantity. So don't skip on your product. If your product has one high price, keep that price. If you have to, if you have to lower your price because you say, "Well, I'm gonna lower it," who says you have to lower it? Who told you to lower it? Only you. Now, if people around you say that's kind of high, then you know what you say. Then, then it's, this price, this is not meant for you. Oh, you should lower it. Then my product is not meant for you. My product is meant for someone who can afford my product. That's what you do. You only cater to those who can afford your product. If they cannot afford it, then it's just not meant for them. Okay? It's not meant for them. That's what I'm telling you. Okay? Your product is not meant for them. You only want your product meant for people who can afford your product. That's the thing. Simple logic. That's all I'm saying. Students, you got to realize that, all right? 
Yes, students, you need to realize that thing right there. That's what's going to benefit you, okay? Yes, this is your professor. It's going to benefit you. Economics. Sometimes, um, if you ever watch the TV show, The Shark, where you'll hear them, you will hear them fighting, talking about, you know, you know, your valuation. Like one guy, one time this guy went to the Sharks, and he was sitting there, and he, he evaluated his company at $1 billion. That's what he said. True story. He said he evaluated his company at $1 billion. Everybody in the, everybody on Shark Tank was like, uh, how do you figure your company's worth a billion dollars? He said, because it's worth a billion. I know, I know what my company's worth. Well, Kevin O'Leary, Mr. Wonderful, said one thing. He said one thing, and the guy just sat there. The guy said something. He said one thing to Kevin O'Leary. Kevin O'Leary said one thing to the guy, and he says, let me ask you a question. The guy goes, yes. What's stopping me? What if I make a, make, make a product just like yours? He says, he goes, you'll be in jail. Kevin O'Leary goes, excuse me? Oh, you'll be in jail. He goes, why would I be in? He goes, why would I be in jail? Because if you make a product that exactly like mine, or anything close or similar to mine, my lawyers, my lawyers will sue you. And I will take you to court. I will own every bit of your money. When I'm done with you, you'll be broke. And you will not have any money whatsoever. That's how, that's how I know. And everybody's like, whoa. Yeah, I'm that kind of person. And then another one, um, Damon John was saying, well, hey, how about us, we can, you know, I know some manufacturing suppliers in China. He said, no, my products are not made in China and they will never be made in China. Sorry, can't do that. And they said, well, if you get it made in China, you probably can get and save some money. He goes, I don't want to be, I don't want to save any money. It's called quality over quantity. I have a I have something that my company that most companies don't have and they were like what's that I have a label that says made in the USA can't can't beat that no one can beat that I have a product that says made in the United States of America it's American made so that's what I have I have American-made product. That's all that I have. You can't. No one can. No one can beat me. He said, and that's what I'm talking about. I have products that is made in America, quality built, American-made, assembled with U.S. product parts. Everything's made in America. All my manufacturing is made here in America. Supply, ink, everything, printing, everything. Nothing's made in no other country but here in America. Sorry, can't, can't, you gotta, wanna beat me, gotta join me, sorry, wish I could help you, but I can't, everybody was like trying to, and then all of a sudden, um, Mark Cuban was like, he goes, I'm kind of puzzled about you putting your evaluation for your company 
at one billion dollars. What makes you sure that it's one billion dollars? He says. He goes because I'm about to do five billion. I'm about to do five billion in sales. I'm about to do five billion in sales globally. Globally. That's what he said. Globally. Not locally. Globally. I'm a globalized company. And my company is about to go market. I'm about to hit the mass market. And everybody is going to want to buy my product. Because I'm about to hit massive. The only reason I came on this show is because I needed I needed y'all for um just I need to, I need I need y'all connections. That's all he said. I just need your connections. That's everything that I needed from you. Your connections. Nothing else. Just your connections. And that is it. And more or less, if I can get that, I'm doing really good. Yes. Everybody was like, well, you know, and they were all talking about how if he did this and he's like, no, you'll see. And to be, to, to, the more of that story is, the guy was actually telling the truth. His company was actually worth a billion dollars because it went global and he was selling five million in sales. Uh, Mark Cuban was like, done. Mark Cuban was like, I can, I can help. He got in. He signed up. Mark Cuban signed in. Yes. He signed up and he signed in. He actually signed up. Said, I'll be a partner. Said, I'll give you... I'll give you what you're asking for. But I want this much. The guy goes, will you take just this much? Guy, He goes, yes, I just want to be a partner. I'm, I just want to be a partner because I just... I kind of... He says... Your confidence and everything is making me go, yes. He goes, I really want to be a part of your company. And Mark Cuban got a part of that guy's company. And, and Mark, Cuban got his, Mark Cuban got his money back in less than two months. Money he invested, he got it all back in two months. Whoever does, no one does that. No one guarantees your money back in two months. But he got his money back in two months. That's Mark Cuban. And he was like, yes, I, he was said, I'm a believer. The guy made me a believer. And that's what happened. So students, like I said, listen carefully. You need to understand. If you believe in your company and you believe in your products, make that product, and make that product, if you believe in it strongly, don't let no one, don't let no one sell you. Don't let no one take your glory. Bask in that glory. Be in the hot. Let me tell you something. There's a company that was in the um, 70s. They were a, uh, what do you call that? A direct, a direct-to-consumer um, company. They were a direct-to-consumer company. They were, um, what do you call that? Um, Amway. It was called direct-to-consumer, um, direct you know, multi-level marketing. They were called direct-to-consumer multi-level marketing company. Yes, they were. That's what they were. A multi-level marketing company, direct-to-consumers. And that's what they made. Yes. That's what they made. Direct-to-consumer, multi-level marketing. And I mean, and they made this kind of money. And here's what, here's what the benefit of 
Here's the beauty of it all. They made tons of money. Tons of money. And all it was was they ran no ads. They just had word of mouth. Hey, I got product. One company, American Fragrance and Greeting, American Fragrance Company, Fragrance and Greeting Company. You know what that was? Avon. Avon's been around since the early 1800s. Yeah. They were going door to people were going door to door selling Avon. Yes. Another company have quality products. Everybody really should get. And I don't know why they don't get it, but they should. And they really should get it is um, Tupperware. Everybody should get Tupperware. You really want Tupperware. Tupperware is a good product. Great product. I'm gonna tell you right now. See if your if your product if your name meant something, people will buy it just for your name. Here's a good one. There's a company called. Um, there was a company called. Um, there's a company called Sears and Roebuck. Sears and Roebuck was a great, great company. When I say great company, that was one of the greatest companies. Sears and Roebuck. Sears and Roebuck um, company was a uh, Sears and Roebuck company was in a financial crunch. They they were going bankrupt. They were going bankrupt. Kmart. Kmart was better known as Kresge's. Well, Kmart turned around and bought Sears Holdings. Bought out the Sears Company. They changed the Kmart Corporation to Sears Holding. Yep. Kmart is now Sears Holding out of Illinois. Yep. They switched the names and everything. Guess what? Now, Sears Holding had all this debt. They started cutting corners and started taking things out of, taking, shutting businesses down. Making a profit, but also consolidating. Look, you can start a company. Let me tell you something. Here's something that I want you to know, students. This is something I want you to realize, okay? You can start, let's say you start a company. Let's say you start a corporation, right? Let's say you start a massive company. But your company is making more money. But then there's another company that you see that's for sale. Like, let's say you start a big company and you see Acme Global. You say you start a company and your company is Acme Global. Okay, we're using that as a fake name. All right, if you don't know, I mean, we always use Acme Global fictitious name. Okay? Let's say you get that Acme Global. All of a sudden, under that company name, Berkshire and Hathaway, that's Warren Buffett's company, is up for sale. But he has a lot of debt. You turn around and you go, I want that company. I want Berkshire and Hathaway Company. So what you do is, you end up buying Berkshire Hathaway and, and absorb all their debts. And take, care, and, take, and take care of all their debts and pay off all their debts. So now, your company, Acme Global and Berkshire Hathaway are versus one. You can say Berkshire Acme Global. But which name me, which name is which name is um, well known? Berkshire Hathaway is well known. Acme Global is just you know Acme Global. So what you do is 
if you are a smart, savvy business person, you will take your company and just change the name from Acme Global to Berkshire Hathaway. Combine the two. So now, so now you now have a great company name. Berkshire Hathaway, Acme Global is now Berkshire Hathaway. That's it, there you go, the Berkshire Company. Now, that's money. So now you now have a name branded company that's been around a while and it's synonymous and everybody knows that company like Kimberly Clark, great name. McDonald's Corporation. See what I mean? That's a you know, McDonald's Corporation. There you go. You know that name is synonymous, meaning quality. When I talk about quantity, I'm talking about quality. That's what I'm talking about. When you have a name that means something, or you buy a company that has a name that means something, all you do is switch everything over, boom, boom, or you can make it its own separate entity. Berkshire Hathaway, that's what they did. Like, um, here's one thing about Berkshire. Berkshire bought Better Homes and Garden Real Estate. It's a Berkshire Hathaway company. They kept that company as a separate entity. Another one, Berkshire, ha Berkshire Hathaway also bought out Nebraska Furniture Mart. They bought that company and made it its own separate entity. Yes. Also, Berkshire Hathaway also owns real estate. Also owns a financial company. They own a bunch of stuff. Also own a manufacturing plant and a textile company. All under that one name. You can do that. I'm just telling you. That, that happens. And, 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 and you just make them all separate entities. They call That's called a holding. Berkshire Hathaway is a holding. So under that holding, you'll have other companies listed under it. You can do things like that. Tell me, students, that's something that's going to benefit you. It's going to help you achieve your abundance. You want to strive to be the best in your company? That's what you got to do. Listen carefully. You're going to make so much money. You're going to achieve your dream. Your success is going to be globalizing. I'm telling you. You just got to turn your dreams into reality. That's what you got to do, students. And I mean, seriously. When you decide to set, like I said, when I told you how to set your company up, get it set up. When I told you how to um, diversify your company, you need to diversify. Follow those rules. I told you how to start start a business. Listen carefully. Most people be like, oh, well, you know. No. When you start that business, get it together. Like I told you, my lectures are all about gyms. In my lectures are hidden gyms. That's why I say, have your notebook. Take down notes. Start your business. Like I told you about how Warren Buffett started his company. That's it. Look at, um, look at Facebook. Facebook changed their name to Meta. Because you know why? Meta means the metaverse. Meaning that they can they can make it into the metaverse, meaning the meta universe. They can add under under that company, under that name, they can add other things. You can do that too. Yes, under that metaverse, they can start all kinds of things. Yes. No one, no one can sell, you know, you can settle yourself 
you're the greatest. Trust me. Be that business savvy. Yes, nothing can stop you achieving your, your dream. Put it into practice. Listen, you can start your own company. Start it, whatever you got to do. Do what you got to do. Get, up, get in that grind. Get out there and grind. I'm telling you, students. Get out there and grind. Yes, achieve your dream. Put it in perspective. I'm not going to tell you no. I'm going to say yes. You can become the greatest success story. All right? Listen, you can. No one can tell you no. Listen, you want to you start that business? Start that business. Whatever you want to do. No one can stop you from starting your own business. You just got to have that belief system that yes. Yes, I can do that. Don't say no. Just say yes. Just say yes that you can start your own business. I'm telling you because turn your dreams into reality. Alright? Listen carefully. Turn them into reality. Everybody, alright? This is J.R. Bell. With I Got Your Six Podcast and Red Pill University. This one is nothing but financial lectures on how you can be more effective in starting your own business. Alright students, until next time, this is this is your professor, Dr. J.R. Bell from I Got Your Six Podcast. And listen, that stuff in there is a bunch of gems. You should have been writing stuff down, taking notes. Alright, I'll catch you in the next podcast. Bravo 6 going dark.